Hey everybody, so um, gonna take a little bit of time today to talk about how to become a successful entrepreneur, sorry, successful entrepreneur. So, um, you know, an entrepreneur wears many hats. Um, an entrepreneur, you know, there's a lot of things that go into creating a successful entrepreneur. It's not just having an idea and acting on it. That's uh, a common misconception that usually sets people up for failures. In fact, an entrepreneur does a lot of things, wears a lot of hats, and the way an entrepreneur's mind works usually baffles people. It's it's amazing how an entrepreneur's mind works. So I actually, you know, sat down, picked some things apart, thought about it, and uh, decided to talk to you guys about it. Um, see if um some of these traits and some of these things. Uh, some of these characteristics, you know, you may have or you may not have. If you don't have, maybe it's something you should look into, you know, trying to develop that trait to make yourself more successful. You may have tried to become an entrepreneur uh, or before and may have failed, but don't give up, you know, reassess it um, and, and try again, you know. But you know, first, first an entrepreneur should have great ideas of course of course but with those great ideas comes the research you have to research and find out if your business is feasible then after you gather all of that information you got to decide if you want to go through with that business idea or not then you have to get funding for it of course there's a lot of different ways to get funding you have you have grants usually try to stay away from loans you got new things like GoFundMe and crowdfunding and stuff like that. That's actually a, a big thing that's been uh, helping people out. Um, but uh, what I was getting to is basically the projects that are, that are undertaken by entrepreneurs are done in a very careful manner. They do this thing called demand research, which is very important. It's the demand. This I'm sure you've heard the concept supply and demand. If that's if your product is in demand, that's great. But saturated and established markets are usually a big no for entrepreneurs, because their 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 aim is to earn money. They don't established markets come with a lot of extreme competition, and usually entrepreneurs are one man one man thing you usually you usually don't have a whole team behind you entrepreneurs are usually working a nine to five to support their idea and fund their idea they're usually not a whole team so entrepreneurs tend to shy away from um, markets with extreme competition they're usually not competitors they're innovators they usually come up with new ideas and they usually frown upon, believe it or not. Uh, but I'm sure you would know that you, you, you have to be thick-skinned as an entrepreneur. You have to be willing to take criticism. And you have to be willing to get stoned every day because your ideas are innovative. They're new. They're something that not everybody is willing to give a try. But once again, that's how entrepreneur's mind works. He or she finds a they're their problem solvers they they sit there and they they do research and they look at a process 
when you sit there and look at the process long enough, you start to think, what, what are the, what are the, the issues with this process? What are the, the hiccups in this process? Um, for instance, um, one great idea someone had was Velcro. Somebody got tired of tying their shoe every day. So somebody decided, hey, let's create Velcro. A, a really, really simple, really, really simple thing, but the impact that it had, the impact was amazing. Now, how many people do you see who would rather strap Velcro in their shoe than sit there and tie their shoe? That's a process, the process of getting ready to go to work or getting ready to go running every day. Somebody took that process, dug into it, and saw what people were complaining about or saw an easier way to make that process go more fluid and streamlined, which was the Velcro on the shoe. Okay? So, if you want to become a successful entrepreneur, you're going to have to be thick-skinned. You're going to have to work on some concepts, you know, such as uh, ROI, return on investment, comp compound capital, the economy of scale, speed of business returns, and there, there's a bunch of other stuff. I'm not going to cover all of that, but those are just some things that you have to think of. Familiarize yourself with these concepts because you, you're not just going to be able to jump into it. I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care what anyone tells you. An entrepreneur is is a very careful person they know everything about their market they know everything about what they're doing before they make an attempt to do anything because they're not backed by huge businesses a failure a small failure for them can have huge consequences so you're very careful if you if you come up with a new product you want to be careful whose hands you put it in. You want to be careful how you market it. You want to be careful who you put it in front of. You want to be careful that you um you test this product out, especially if it's consumable or uh, if, if it can cause uh, danger to somebody if used incorrectly. You want to go through testing. You, you want to test this product out before you release it because one wrong thing happens and a lawsuit can end everything. So those are things that you need to think about. So, if you don't know these concepts, you're not working your way to success. You have to study and continue learning. Um, take business-related courses. You know, try having. You know, if you have a proper educational background, that's going to help a lot in the business world. But your entrepreneur doesn't battle an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur doesn't compete against entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs compete against big business, and big business has everybody's eyes already. They have everybody's eyes. Amazon competed against Walmart. And I mean, you see how that went out, but they didn't have big business to back them. You know, that was a great idea. And some people get, you know, I won't, I won't call it luck, but I think he did enough, enough research on his economy. And also Amazon at the time was a new idea. So he was being innovative. He wasn't directly going after Walmart's market, if that makes sense. So as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, you have to have you have to have a certain uh, certain attitude. You have to have certain qualities. You got to be hardworking. You got to be willing to work. 
as many hours as it takes. You're not punching the clock. You're not doing the nine to five anymore. You, uh, being an entrepreneur, you, you don't put yourself on the clock anymore. You're working overtime without pay. You're putting in. You're putting in. You're putting in amazing amount of hours. You're gonna work. You're gonna work at this dream. And the reason why is because nobody else is doing it for you. You you are a self starter. You you believe in you believe in what you're doing. You're investing your time. You're investing your money. Your entrepreneurial conquest or campaign, whatever you want to call it, its success is determined by how much you put into it. Which means nobody's looking over your back. You don't have a supervisor. You don't have anyone that's going to tell you, hey, what are you doing? Get back to work. Your success is solely determined on what you put into it. So if you fail, you only have yourself to blame. If you succeed, you have yourself to blame. So you have to be hardworking. All right. Second is you got to be a risk taker. Now I know that uh, we talked about how careful entrepreneurs uh, how careful entrepreneurs move. So when I say risk taker, I don't mean that you just close your eyes and jump off the edge. <laughs> That's not what I mean. It doesn't mean that an entrepreneur enters the market with their eyes closed, just hoping for success. Hoping for success. Entrepreneurs are they're willing to take risks, especially. If a careful, if after a careful study, they can see high chances of success. So these risks that they're taking, they're not blind risks where they just close their eyes and just jump. Let's, they do research as we talked about before. They they study their market and they can take risks because they're innovators. Anybody that's innovative is a risk taker naturally. They're not following the sheep. They're, they're, they're leading the herd. They're creating a new herd. So you're always, whenever you're a pioneer or an innovator, you're always taking a risk. If that makes sense. But also, I hate to say this, but you're going to fail. You're going to fail, not in your entire endeavor, hopefully. But at some things that you attempt to do within your entrepreneurial conquest, you're going to fail. But the difference between an entrepreneur and anyone else is an entrepreneur learns from past failures. They're not afraid to fail. They're not afraid to fail at all. Actually, some entrepreneurs welcome, they welcome failure because they know that that's, that's an experience that they gained. And they're usually, well, they should be recording what they did. They should be recording numbers. They should be recording demographics, statistics. They should be aware of what steps it took to lead to that failure. That way they can go back and tweak that plan up again and try again. You can't be afraid to fail as an entrepreneur. Well, you already failed. You already failed. I'll just be honest with you. If you're afraid of failure, if you're thin-skinned, if... If you're afraid to try something new, if you're afraid for people to mock you or people to tell you that you can't do something and you're a follower, your entrepreneurism is not for you. Just go back to your nine to five. I'll be completely honest and candid with you on that. Third one is to be organized. 
You should be organized and you should know how to deal with different kinds of people. Um, you're, you're building goodwill with customers and subscribers. So you need to be organized to the T. You need to know what actions it took to get to success in a certain area. You need to know what actions it took to get to failure in a certain area because you need to be recording this. You need to be recording this. You're not just doing and then dropping results by the wayside. You should be recording actively what you're doing because if you did something and it was successful, you need to know how to duplicate that success in all areas of your business. If you failed, you don't want to just drop that. You want to know what steps it took to reach that failure because if you take that same approach that you did and what you failed in and you apply it to other parts of your business, you're most likely going to fail at that too. So, if that didn't make sense, I apologize. I, I might have jumbled up words a little bit, but I think that it made sense. But you're working on you're working on building uh, you're working on building goodwill, and you're working on getting the trust of customers, of potential customers, subscribers that you have online. You're working on doing all of this. You need to be very organized. You need to know how to deal with different types of people. You need to be charismatic. That's that's another. Uh, trait that you should have you should be able to talk to people you should be able to talk to them in their language um, you, you don't go into a market without knowing how your potential customers talk you, you don't do that uh, um, if, if you're selling parts to mechanics uh, for trucks you don't go into that market posting videos talking about finger magics what mechanic is going to trust you to sell them those parts? None. You need to know your market. Go into those Facebook groups. Talk to some mechanics. Find out what their issues are. Hey, you know, we're using, we're driving this truck and usually every time we buy this part, it breaks down. We It's alright, we go and buy the same part again. Well, there's your problem there, Mr. Entrepreneur. There's the problem. You're customer just told you exactly what he needed he just told you that thingamajig keeps breaking down find out how to fix it to where it lasts longer find that process that they have find broken pieces and processes and fix them that's what an entrepreneur does listen to your potential customers Get in those Facebook groups and listen to everything that they have to say. Your potential customers will tell you exactly what they want. And if they're if all of them are complaining about the same thing, that means that nobody's taking the time to address it. That's your shot right there. That's your shot. They already told you that they wanted it. Now you could find the, find the solution for that problem and you also know exactly who to tell. The people that are complaining, you think that they won't jump on that? That's, that's, come on, that's entrepreneur one-on-one. Listen to your customers, find out what the problems are and what the broken parts in the process are, and create a solution that helps streamline that process and make it better. So, if you have those qualities, you're well on your way to becoming a successful entrepreneur. You could choose between uh, an online and a 
<clears throat> sorry, you could choose between an online internet business or you could start setting up a, a business in your local area, you know, brick and mortar, whatever. If you choose the second option, you're going to have to study your local market. Um, that includes there's a bunch of seminars. Check out the SBA website. Uh, check out seminars. Uh, Score is a new resource that I find. S C O R E, all in capital letters. Um, they're actually a really good resource. They they um they have um seminars. They uh have meetings. Um, uh, this is COVID nineteen season, so I don't know how willing you are to be able to go out there. But they they do things locally in everybody's area. You want to meet up with these um with other local businesses pick them apart and find out what they're doing that makes them successful you know don't just study a market study a well study people that are in your niche or close to your niche because remember as an entrepreneur you're really not a competitor you're an innovator so study other people that are close to your niche you know um in the example that we used before with the trucking company Look at local truck repair businesses, truck local truck repair companies. You know, your customer is usually the person driving the truck or the person that's fixing the truck, the mechanics. You know, but you know, determine who your market is and who is within the same niche as you, and study both of them. Study both of them, and that's a lot for you to do, especially as a one-man team. But it's well worth the effort because it's going to help you out in the long run. So, if after a while you feel like it's time to expand, and uh, you can do so and earn more profit, um, the first option is the most chosen point at this time. Everybody likes to work online. That's 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 what the, everybody everybody likes to work online. That there's just a certain amount of freedom that goes to it. But every entrepreneurial um, every entrepreneurial what do you call it? Opportunity may not be for the online world. It may not be. So determine what type of structure or what type of business you want to open. You know, don't force the online thing if it's not really an online thing. You can advertise online, but sometimes a lot of people um, do something that is really locally based. But they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars advertising to a worldwide market. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about that. You know, like that's that's. It's not the same for everything, or the same for every campaign or um, opportunity. But really think about that. Think about where you're throwing your money at when you're advertising. If it's a local company, there's really no reason for you to try to advertise out of your local area. So get out there, beat the streets, walk out there with your business cards, talk to people. Get out there, meet people. Go go talk to people. That word of mouth is still one of the best um one of the best forms of advertisement I still believe, especially if you're running a local company. An online company is a little bit different. You you're going to have to um get involved with Facebook, you're going to have to get involved with all these social media platforms and make it work. But uh, I didn't mean to talk this long. You know, I try to keep my videos within 10 to 15 minutes to see. I think we're approaching about 20 minutes now. So um, I appreciate you guys, Tom. And I hope to see you on the next Entrepreneur Corner. And have a good one.